Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Me, uh, Kurt Warner, who you know I've met. um, It's interesting watching Kurt Warner become like, I feel like he's become a lot more active on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of it's really interesting. It's like good uh, film breakdowns, especially from like offensive quarterbacking. I thought he was really good on Kirk um, and throwing short of the sticks. What are you saying by throwing short of the sticks? Uh, was it a good move or bad move? Bad move. Ultimately, yeah. you can't say it's a good move. Yeah, ultimately. But he, did, he didn't like the options either. Like, yeah. it, it was kind of like, uh, it honestly reminded me a little bit about our conversations was about Scott Turner. Like, yeah. Scott wasn't great. But the situation wasn't great, and I think on that play, Kirk wasn't great, and the situation wasn't great either. But the thing that kills me, Kirk has the reputation of not wanting to throw interceptions. Right. So late in the game where you have to risk throwing an interception to get into completion, he took the safe route out. That right there, in a sense to me, is selfish. You know, and I know a lot of quarterbacks that played in the league will probably never say it, but – my, if I need to get a first down to keep this thing going, my ball is going beyond the first down marker. Or because think I'm, about, think I'm about scrambling the, out of the pocket trying yeah, to make a play, something like that. But but the, oh, so many things can happen in your favor throwing the football this, this in this day and age instead of throwing it three yards behind the line of scrimmage or three yard route where you know. Most people are dropping back to let you completely in front of them. Then they come in to make a tackle. And that guy had read that. He he had zeroed in on him. Like, you remember watching Top Gun when they when they finally, like, latch on to you with a missile? That's how he was on that play. Yeah. He wouldn't let him out of his sight. You know what's funny is Ivan Carter, who we both worked with for a long time. Mm-hmm. Ivan's a hardcore Vikings fan, has oh, been yeah. his whole life. I thought Ivan had two really good tweets. And do you remember when Brett Favre played the year in Minnesota? And that team was pretty loaded. And I believe they got to the NFC title game. Mm-hmm. And then Favre threw just a backbreaker interception, kind of off his back foot, cross body, 
Just a crazy throw, right? And, and Ivan said, he's like, man, in that moment, you saw Brett's instincts take over. And his instincts were always to try to go for the go home for run. Yeah. And sometimes he threw some awful passes. Yeah. In that moment, his instincts took over. So I, And then he said, you know, for Kirk, in that moment, his instincts, his took, instincts over. took over. I'm not and throwing an interception. His instincts are to check it down. Yeah. To, to always take a profit. But, like, check down Charlie. You got to know the difference in the scenario. Like, you have to know the, you have to know what the situation is in the game. Checking down late in the first half might be cool. Checking down, are you going home? You don't want to check down then. No. So, Kurt Warner said this. Few things irritate me more in NFL talk than when people talk about getting rid of a coach after getting their team to the playoffs. Please just stop. This job is difficult. It's dependent on a lot of factors against the best in the world, and we are so flippant with that accomplishment of getting to the playoffs. Should a playoff bid lock in that you're coming back the following year? I don't think it should. I mean, sometimes your expectations are a lot higher. I think it depends. And you can, and you on, can fall short of some things. So, I mean, this is the thing I would tell Kirk, and I'll tell anybody in this position. You're in a position where you judge harshly. And no, everybody's not going to judge you the way you want to be judged. But I ask people this question. <laughs> When you're not playing and when you're out of your analyst situation and you're cheering for it or you may have some money on it, you probably say exactly what those fans you're saying shouldn't say about the people. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I've been in it. I know how tough it is. But I also know when you come into a season with certain expectations and you don't reach them. And I understand the frustrations of fans. Why I've always said a lot of times, Players and coaches can help themselves by just not saying some outlandish crap just because you want to act like you're – because what you say is what most fans take as 100, okay? Yeah, I think we're the best team in the league. And then you come out and you're the worst team in the league, somebody will say something about it. I think two teams that lost in the first round of the playoffs both had head coaches that got to the playoffs for the first time. So if you – End the sentence there. Hey, both those guys should come back. Mm -hmm. But if you keep writing, if you keep reading, if you keep pulling the thread, Miami had a first-time head coach go to Buffalo, get down 17 to nothing, Mm -hmm. and fight their butts off to get back in the game. Mm -hmm. I think you got something you can really build on That man deserves a lot of credit. And it was a third-string quarterback. Third-string quarterback, and they balled. Yeah. They, They had many people in Buffalo saying, well, damn, we normally do this at the Super Bowl. We about to do it in the first round. The flip side, you have Brandon Staley, a second year head coach, but first time getting to the playoffs, has a twenty-seven nothing lead on the road, and you got to win that game. He messed it up last year <laughs> by trying to get to the playoffs. So, so you're looking I, at a blanket statement: all coaches that make the playoffs. No, why, you, you, why would you, you even you discuss judge, firing each, them? Each situation should be judged differently. I, I agree. So I, I wanted to get to this, too. Um, I had this circled. We always make a point of reading Commander's press releases. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a bunch of good news that I think between Howell and the sale and the offense coordinator search didn't really get mentioned. So I, I want to mention uh, a few things. 
Um, last week, two things happened. The commanders recognized one of the DMV's most impactful high school coaches by nominating John R. Lewis High School's football coach Larry Choates for the NFL's 2022 Don Shula High School Coach of the Year Award. Um, Jeff, tell me where John R. Lewis High School is, please. Also last week, B, and this is something we both saw and kind of watched unfold on social media, and I I did my best to support it, and I think you did as well. Springfield. Um, Springfield, Virginia? Yes. Okay, are they pretty good? I don't know. I mean, you're, you're that's step two. Tell me if they're good. Because this dude's nominated for high school coach of the year. Now, that doesn't mean they can't be bad and he makes a big impact, but I'm curious if they're any good. Um, also last week, commander's left tackle Charles Leno Jr. secured the number two spot across all the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominees in Nationwide's Charity Challenge. I believe that means Nationwide, yeah, Nationwide will donate $10,000 to Leno's charity, Beyond the Entertainer. Um Ooh. When Leno founded Beyond the Entertainer with his wife Jennifer in 2019, and they have uh, teamed up with a ton of different charities back in Chicago and here in D.C. to make contributions all over the DMV. Um, so it, here's the thing with the Walter Payton Man of the Year, because I remember the year Sunberg, Nick Sunberg used to do the Loads of Love, mm-hmm. which yep. is just a really good program, and, right. and they really helped a lot of young kids. Um just with something as simple as getting clean laundry, right? And Sunberg did really well. He got to the finals of the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. But he ran up against, I'm pretty sure he ran up against J.J. Watt, the year Watt raised like oh, for $8 the, million for the, dollars for the Houston floods. Yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? Like, the, yeah, right, floods. When you're a, a, a player, an important contributing player to a team, and you run up against one of the stars of the league, you're probably not going to win what amounts to a social media popularity contest. Mm-hmm. So for Leno, who is a left tackle, which is the most glamorous of the offensive line, but not the most glamorous position, and on a team that missed the playoffs, to come in second to Patrick Mahomes, wow, it's pretty cool. Hell yeah! Like that that contest is heavily stacked towards Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Packard just wrote the check. Yeah, right for everything, <laughs> you know. But, but the whole thing is. Leno helped out a lot of people. And I think he is a superstar to those people that he helped out. And I think that's what it matters to sometimes. And like a lot of times, like we go, oh man, if you're not first, you're last. No, he's not last. He's ahead of a lot of people who sit on their ass and do nothing. Right. So um, so here's what I got on the high school coach, Larry Choates. Um, coaches at the smallest high school in Fairfax County, John R. Lewis. And his high school football program experienced a 100% graduation rate. I mean, he cares more about the kids as students than he does just athletes. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing. In high school, that's what you should be focused on. My pops basically told me, he said, a little student athlete thing. He said, remember which one they put first. He said, I understand athlete coming, A coming for S in, uh, in the alphabet. But you better remember that they say student before athlete. Because the moment you mess up in that, you don't play football. Football was the thing, that little carrot he could dangle in front of me and had me doing everything he wanted me to do. Chores, grades, everything. 
And I think a lot of people need to make sure that they focus, push that more than just some of these parents. Your kid is four years old. You're talking about, oh, he going to the league. And then you live your whole life trying to push him, not knowing that the kid may not want to go to the damn league. Or ever get there. Yeah. Uh, uh, not get there is tough. Right. Uh, lastly, so great news on Leno, great news on Larry Choates. Um, the Commanders are also opening their sports book on Friday, January 20th at FedEx Field. First ever legal sports book inside an NFL stadium. Uh, opens on Friday on the 20th. Uh, Jason Wright is going to be there. Um, Washington Commanders super fans are going to be there. Somebody is placing the first bet. Who do we think that will be? One of the super fans. You think? I, I just wondered if it like, <clears throat> like the Browns. I think in Ohio they got Bernie Kosar to place one of the first bets at a sta- at a at a sports book. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it was like, you know, three yeah, months but, later he put twenty five k on a Browns game. Yeah, he but he's on he's on that uh that, they're on their call, so he, he can't. But if you're not working for them and you're a former player, you have a right to do that. But you can't be right, right, like right, London right. is their play by play guy from the they, team. They, yeah, London is their damn uh, what's it called. He can't do that. Um, this is also, and this is kind of interesting. This is the first ever fanatics sports book. So look, we we know about BetMGM and FanDuel and DraftKings and uh, Caesars and everything else. The FedEx Field Joint is going to be a fanatics sports book. Mm-hmm. And they've also got all the fanatics is also selling all the gear. Kind of interesting. Um, but how about this? The sports book won't be open on Commander's home games, at least at this time. Isn't that the only day anybody's going to go? For the most part. See, I, we had this conversation the other day, and, and, and I think when we make comments a lot of times, people look at it as straight uh Criticism. No, this is critique. How are you going to attract people to the stadium when nothing is going on? Now, I have been around that stadium on off days and things of that nature. And, yeah, you may see some people over there. You know what they're doing? They're walking around it. They're jogging, doing things like that. But there's not Not a a lot lot. around there to attract the foot traffic that you need to really keep that going. You know? So they're going to have to find a way to make the restaurants have to be open. At different times, a bars, restaurant, bar. Well, the sports people have a restaurant in the bar, but that food better be top notch if somebody's gonna go there. You know, and this is from I'm a foodie, <laughs> and I'm not going to a secluded spot if the food's not good. And the drinks better be special. Strong. Because, I mean, it's kind of hard to leave my house when I got some of the best stuff there to go to your place and you can't give me the right stuff I want. But they're gonna have to really think about this. This is and this is this is critique that can help. Here's, here's you better have the proper stuff to make people want to come. Just like I mentioned it the other day by being at country clubs. You're at congressional. You can get anything you want as far as food. You can get any liquor you want at congressional. They got everything there to make their people that are members of theirs not leave their spot to go anywhere else. Do you have that same thing at your sports book? That's going to make people want to come there instead of going somewhere else. Because you have competition. Well, it, speaking of the competition, in Maryland, everybody's got the app. 
Like, you could just get on the DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever app You now. get on the app, but you think about it. FanDuel, Maryland Live. BetMGM at the MGM Harbor. You're coming out here to Caesars at the uh, Cap, one, Cap one, and you got all kind of restaurants right around it. Okay? You want to go to BetMGM in D.C.? You run right over by Nash Park. Restaurants yeah, yeah. and all that around it. You're going to have another fan but the thing in DC installation is, coming up over at the uh, Audi, Audi Field. I, you can go to Cloakroom and Over Under. Like yeah, you, cl- there over, are places I, I, to I was bet. just going through all the stuff. Like You got but, all these spots with everything already around That it. are cool to go to. Yeah. And if you're in D.C. Yeah, proper. Room, you're in, you're in your, that whole little thing. You're in a restaurant. Entertainment, and then you yeah. got to upstairs. It's an adult <laughs> entertainment mecca. But in D.C. also, say what you want about the Gambit app. Like, there's only one app, and not everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. So going to a place makes a lot more sense. In Maryland, you're asking people to go to FedEx Field on non-game days to place bets in a brick-and-mortar place when everybody's got apps. Yeah. Well, and the thing about it is, when you go to these other places, like I said, Maryland Live and MGM and all you have entertainment around right. you. You say it's not going to be open on game day when you have 50, 60, 70,000 people around. What are you – that's the best days to have it open. So what are you going to do to attract those people to make you compete with the rest? And that's, that's – I think that's a business question you would want to ask. I got a funny one. Go ahead. This is from Carl Greeby on Twitter. He says the plan is they're going to get all the construction workers removing the next twenty thousand seats to bet at their sports book at FedEx Field. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Uh, you heard us talking about cloakroom and over under. Uh, it, it's an awesome spot if you're in DC and are looking to go put some bets down. Cloakroom has been nominated multiple times for the best overall gentlemen's club in the country, and it just got better. Located on Fourth and K Northwest, right there by all that city center development, close to Cap One Arena. Uh, Cloakroom is the first gentleman's club in the U.S. to have its own sports book. That's right. Place wagers at traditional betting windows or kiosks while enjoying the entertainment. If you're not into that, go up to the fourth floor where you will find me at the beautiful year-round climate-controlled sports book and lounge called Over Under. It's got a state-of-the-art retractable roof and TVs showing all the games. I was there Saturday night for the grand opening with B. Santana Moss was there. Smoot was there. We had a good time, man. You should go check it out. They've got a killer Bourbon selection. Brian and I were drinking enough Pappy Van Winkle to kill a donkey. We had a good time. You should go check it out. Killer bourbon selection. Seriously, especially if you're a donkey. Watch out. Bloody Mary's Mimosa Specials every weekend mornings. Cloakroom DC. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread. 
who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Landville, I just slammed one of those leftover slices of pizza from yesterday. Woo! That's the way you do it. Play the guitar on the MTV. You know what that guitar. song means? Let's get smarter, shall we? Let's go to the BetQL guest line. Money savvy, baby. Money savvy. Talk to our friend, Mr. Ben White, Morning Money Ben, Chief Economic Correspondent for Politico. Ben, what's up, man? Thanks for making time with us. Play the guitar on your MTV. That never <laughs> fails to fire me up, man. Thank you. The guitar part especially. It's a great, uh, how great are my uh, brethren doing? How are you guys doing? We're good, man. So, dude, we're kind of we're kinda rolling with the punches here as the commanders are on the search yep. for an offensive coordinator. And, I, and an owner. And an owner. That's true. We'll get there. Um, yeah. Are you paying – like, you are a hardcore fan, but yeah. I think for a lot of fans – you kind of check out once the season ends and then check back in a little later. Uh, how, how much How much is the search for a new OC on your radar? Uh, minimally. Like, I'll notice it if it pops on ESPN or somewhere else. Like, I know, uh, you know, Zampezi and Bevel. Like, I know a couple of the names, but I don't spend a lot of time uh, on it. I mean, I'm much more focused on the sale aspect because I think everything – flows from that and your reporting this week has been great on that uh, i know you've broken some news uh, so congrats to you that uh, sounds like bezos is fading a little bit but yeah on oc i spend a little less time thinking qb i spend a fair amount of time thinking about just you know coach i mean obviously you need the right offensive coordinator but i'll leave it to, to you all to figure that out uh qb is really interesting as is the sale story uh which is like by far the biggest one yeah the sale is the biggest we, we felt that but when you start looking at the football, well, we really care about the people that are watching the game. You know, the sale, yeah, we want to know who the owner is. Yeah. But that's for people who has, what, nine figures or more? Yeah, <laughs> that type yeah, of deal. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. for them. It all sort of flows from that, right? Plus also yeah. the idea of moving back into the city. Like, I think people care about that. But I agree with you that that's all numbers and billionaires. So what's and the biggest story after that? When, like, when you start thinking about what you care about, what's yeah. the biggest story for you? Probably QB, um, QB and head coach. Um, like, and I like what I saw from Howell. Is he a number one? Uh, who knows? But he's definitely, you know, viable in uh, a training camp as a possible pencil in number one or two. But then what do you do? Do you go uh, free agency? Not great options there. Uh, the draft, I, I don't know. They're not going to get one of the top two or three unless they pull off some crazy trade up. So I, I'm kind of really unclear on what they do at the quarterback position in terms of somebody competing with Howell. I think it, you know everybody else is pretty much done. How, how comfortable would you be rolling into the season with Howell? I mean, not super comfortable without 
you know, some veteran presence behind him uh, that could be counted on in case he turns into a bust and, you know, you got somebody got to roll out there. But, I, you know, I liked what I saw. You know, he threw the pick, but uh, he was playing against first team Dallas, uh, first team Dallas defense and, and moved the ball and scored some points. So he gets a shot, but I, I would want some comfort in, in somebody competing with him in camp and being a potential one or two. But think about it, though. We've gone from three years is going to take us to build this thing. So yeah. We went with – we had Taylor, which a lot of people like, but we – many people have come to the, to the to the idea that he's basically a, a top-notch backup. Exactly. You got a fifth-round yeah, quarterback. Now Now you're trying to say you, the fifth-round quarterback is your number one. Yeah, he's only number one, the only guy that you're really going to be bringing back. That makes sense. And are we satisfied with that as fans, though? I mean, right. it's like – We've gotten to a point where things have gotten so bad to where we're like, oh, okay, then we could do that. We could Instead do that, of still yeah. looking. I mean, and then the two, the two guys, maybe you know more, but, uh, you know, that will obviously be available, Derek Carr and Justin Fields. Um, I don't – Carr, forget it. I really don't want to mess around with Carr. Fields is more intriguing, you know, because he's so mobile, but he's not a great passer. And, you know, you got to be able to pass in this league in addition to, to run the way he does. I, I don't think he's gotten a fair shake uh, really where he is, but – those are the two names that come up the most, and uh, I'm not super psyched on either one. Um, yeah, the field, I don't know what the Bears are going to do there. That's a fascinating situation. Dude, this will be controversial, and somebody will yeah. put it on a tweet board, and I'll get yelled at about. If you're going to swing for fields, swing all yeah. the way and go get Bryce Young. Go get the number one pick. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, exactly. Precisely, and, dude, I think you're right. It, it, Ownership transition and and who knows what's coming in the I future. That 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 work. <laughs> if I'm Ron right now, it's like yo, I don't know who's in charge. I'm just gonna sign this paper and give the Bears three number ones and two twos. Hell, yep. At, at least we'd be yeah, fired up. All in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no, true. I, I don't see it happening, but at, at Probably least, not, but yeah, I would prefer that over certainly, you know, just straight up Derek Carr or something. Um, just swing for the fences to try to get the number one and get a franchise quarterback because what I knows we need one, man. And here's the problem: we're talking with our friend Ben White from Politico. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Morning Money Ben. You can watch him on CNBC. Um, everything, everything circles back to ownership and the and the and the and the flux, the limbo, because. I don't think they're going to sign Carr. Frankly, I'm out on Carr. But to yeah, do so, you're guaranteeing him probably 100 mil, right? And that means yep. a $100 million check has to go into escrow. That's the rules. Yeah. Yep. Who's doing it? You, I mean, yeah. people want to talk about Lamar. Mm. Lamar would require a $200 million check going into escrow. Oh, forget it. Yeah, that's not happening. I mean, all of it. Like, I just don't see any of that stuff happening because there is such flux. I wanted right. to ask you something specific, Ben. Sure. I read an article today from the Philadelphia, Vo- the Philly Voice, which I think is like an independent newspaper, yep. um, kind of similar to the Washington City, City paper. paper. Um, yep. And this is really well researched. This is by Kyle Newbeck who I've reached out to to try to get on the program. Um, mm-hmm. So, obviously, Philly cares about the rumored, speculative suggestion that Josh Harris could try to buy the Commanders. Josh Harris, right. Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment, is the ownership group that owns the Sixers. And and basically, the reporting here is that Harris, when they were – because they were heavy-duty in on the Denver Broncos, yep. right? And that they toured the facility, they met with the top-ranking officials, they did all right. of this stuff, and then they couldn't compete with Walmart money. 
Well, and even more so, Walmart was was absent during the whole bidding process and then just came in at the end. Yeah. I live it like which um, it, it's right setting now. up to sound like Bezos, but in this article it says that Harris, perhaps because of the Denver situation, hasn't really done much in the in the due diligence touring any of that with Washington. D- does that right. tell you that they're wary of a Bezos bid? Or maybe they've seen how this goes, and you don't want to get too invested until the end. Yeah, I think it's probably both of those things, um, and, and maybe some of the concern among Philly folks that it's some conflict of interest on a, a Philly team and a Washington team, which it really isn't, but um, I could see that. But yeah, if you sort of went all in and then got swept out by you know big money coming in late, uh, you'd naturally want to hang back a little bit. Maybe see what Bezos is going to do. You know, as you reported, Snyder doesn't seem to want to sell to Bezos, and Bezos could go after the Seahawks, which would make some sense, but be complicated. Uh, but yeah, if I'm Josh Harris uh, and his crew, uh, I, I'm not rushing to the offices of the investment bankers to put all my cards on the table yet. You know, play a little coy, see how it rolls for the next month or so, and then, you know, have your stuff ready to go, you know, when it's time, like have your offer and all of the details of it, you know, worked out when you come to it, but don't, don't rush. So that would be my guess. And he seems of the among uh, the ones you listed as the most likely if it's not Bezos, but as you said, you can't rule him out until it's done because he could come in at any time with any amount of money and sweep it up. Um, so I, yeah, I would say Harris seems most likely, and then uh, you know Bezos sweep in, and after that, I don't know. I know in most situations when you're buying a team like this, you don't worry about the fan base. <laughs> but yeah, no, you, you're, no, you're no, based no. in Philadelphia where the fan base is serious and impactful, yeah. and if you're going to get a, a team, the football team, the <laughs> Washington Commanders, yeah. and they are the Philadelphia five. Eagles, how yeah. does this team will make those fans make noise? Because yeah, they like that. everybody in their town. And I just wonder how that could affect anything happening like that. Or and will it be a concern where he might want to sell the Sixers? I, dude, I, that's what I The Phoenix Suns just got sold for $4 billion. What are the Sixers worth? Off the Sixers, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that would be the move, right? That would be the move to alleviate all of that. Sell the Sixers, buy yeah. the commanders, and, do, and go that way. I mean, maybe, I don't know him. Maybe he wants to be in his heart of hearts an NFL owner and not an NBA owner. And he's uh, from, he's from the area. I, I just yeah. think, yo, the Sixers with Embiid and the NBA mark, like television and marketing deals, the Sixers have to be close to the top of their value. Like, yep. that is a really high-functioning team. So if you yep. could sell them, if Phoenix goes for four, I, in my mind, Philly's got to be four and a half for the Sixers. Yeah, not five, yeah, sure. If not uh, five, and then you're able yeah. to buy an NFL team that has underperformed for 20 years. It's like buying a fixer-upper on the best block in, in DuPont or in Potomac. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, hey, I got to paint this and get some new hardwood floors on this thing, yep. but we can make some value here. There you go. We can make some value here in a number of ways. We can put this team where it's supposed to be and, uh, you know, hopefully make a lot of money that way off, you know, new fans, new marketing, all that stuff, huge opportunity there. And as you say, it's a fixer-upper. But it's not a dilapidated, rundown garbage house. You know, it's like medium house with some solid, you know, undergirding. Like the bones are good, yeah. particularly on defense. Like I don't want to waste this defense. You know, it needs some. Uh, they got a really bowls. nice master bedroom, but exactly, you know, needs but new you windows. Need Call Paul Henry. Yeah, precisely. Well, let's let's not 
jump too far ahead of ourselves since they don't have an answer at quarterback. So it's like, you know, I don't know what you'd be missing. Like it has no heating and AC or something, some major. Right, right, right. It has, looking at, it has no doors. But when you try to bring <laughs> the Eagles in, when you try to bring the 76ers in their value, you think inside of Philadelphia is worth more than a lot of stuff out there in Arizona? I don't know. Say it's worth four. But then you you yeah. got four in the bank. You're buying this joint for six, six and a half. Like the, the numbers really make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, they do. Ben, I wanted to ask you this, kind of sure. your, your wheelhouse here, talking with our friend Ben White from Politico, chief economic correspondent. All of a sudden, at least what I'm reading, I don't know that I feel it at the gas pump or at the grocery store, yeah. but people, But what I'm reading is inflation is getting better. Yeah. It, is it? Like, what's yeah. what's happening? Unless you're buying eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is getting better. It's just getting kind of slowly better. But the last couple of prints we've had on consumer price index and the, the PCE, personal consumption index, the two kind of big ones that the Fed looks at are making progress on a monthly basis. And uh, wage gains have slowed down a little bit, which is good in the sense that they can get passed on as inflation. I mean, you want wages going up, as we've talked about, but not super fast. Uh, so, yeah, the news has generally been good, but not you know super great on that. So we'll still get a couple more interest rate hikes. But what we talked about is like the Goldilocks situation. The Fed gets it right, you know, tightens just enough to – bring inflation down without causing recession is possible. Now, I didn't think that, you know, a month or two ago. I thought they were going to have to do more cuts faster to beat inflation, and then we'd have recession. We still might, but I, I think they have a shot at pulling it off with without a recession, which is pretty uh, remarkable given where we were a couple months ago. Yeah, man. But so how does – so inflation just kind of slows down, and then hopefully people make more money, and then it kind of yeah, evens yeah. out? Yeah, the idea is you want wages to be growing a little bit faster than inflation. So, you know, you get more money in your pocket um, and stuff doesn't cost you more. But when you have a situation like we have now where you have a really tight labor market and people competing and driving wages up, um, you know, too high, uh, that makes employers raise their prices on stuff and then overall inflation goes up. So it's a delicate balance. Yes, wage gains are good and should be a little bit over inflation, but they can't be roaring out of control uh, or overall inflation spikes. So we could spend three hours in a seminar uh, <laughs> going through exactly how all that works. Right. But I'm not thinking your your listeners are into that as much as the Bezos story. But that's, I, no, yeah. I think I think our listeners love a solid five minutes. Our yeah. yeah. listeners yeah. may not be involved, but we're involved with the uh, with the wage wage yeah. going up. We could speak on behalf of the entire radio industry that we'd love to see a wage go. explosion. I know that much. Yeah, right. Well, you wouldn't because then if you got a whole big wage explosion, then all of the stuff you buy uh, would go up along with it and maybe more than it, and your wage explosion would be evaporated. All right, so not an explosion, one, significant uptick. Uh, we just need, this, yeah, exactly. we just need, well, we just need a little spark. <laughs> a spark. I'm going to yeah, tell exactly. you, I know anyway, already. <laughs> all right. They're charging for more than what the hell we're getting. Hey, Ben, yeah, thank you. you is things are getting better. Uh, not perfect yet, but getting better. Thank you, buddy. Always appreciate it. All right, brother. Later. That's our friend Ben White. Follow him at Morning Money Ben. 15 minutes. We Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Try a new segment. I, I, sometimes I wish I could describe exactly how weird this place is, but it's it hard to place, describe. It's a person. Jeff is walking around telling anyone that'll listen an incredibly embarrassing story. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's good that the story didn't get to completion, but it's still weird. Um, yeah, he's a weirdo. All right. Tell him to come sit down because he's about to have to work. Uh <laughs> At 1 o'clock, we're unveiling, does it still count as a new segment, or is it the imperfect embodiment of the segment that we've tried it twice and I've messed it up? Well, that's basically why we named the segment what we named it, because you're always doing something wrong that you think you never do. The fact that the, the segment was supposed to debut three weeks ago, and it hasn't officially, tells you that you've done something Pretty wrong. good embodiment of the segment. There you go. At 1 o'clock, we're going to do, what did JP do wrong this week? Uh, we're taking your calls. Phones haven't been open all day. They're going to be open now. Or next week. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. MGM National Harbor listener lines are open. Full phones next segment. We're taking all calls. Um, B, kind of looking at some stuff here. Um, this is from Ben Standing uh, this morning. Confirm names in the commander's offensive coordinator search. Okay. Pat Shermer, we know about. Sherm. Ken Zampezi, we know about. Charles London coming from Atlanta, the quarterback's coach. Daryl Bevel, they've requested an interview with Miami. He's been their quarterback's coach this past year, but has a long track record as an OC. Eric Studesville, um, I just completely blanked. I, but um, Long time guy. He, yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's, he's done a lot of different things. Been in the NFL a long time. Eric I mean, was in He was your running back's coach, right? in 2003. He was, he's running back's coach with the Dolphins right now. Of all these names, I find Bevel kind of intriguing. And I'll tell you why. I, I looked this up. What does Ron say? He wants to run the hell out of the football, right? Mm-hmm. For seven seasons, 
with Bevel as the offense coordinator in Seattle, they had, in four of the seven seasons, they had a top five rushing attack, Mm -hmm. including number one in 2014. So four out of seven seasons to me is is a realistic, this is what we're doing, and we're doing it well. In that same time frame was the development and evolution of Russell Wilson. And for me, great players, I give the player credit first. And and listen, he might be an alien now, but Russ works incredibly hard. Nobody doubts that. Mm -hmm. And I think he developed his game, and eventually that offense kind of changed into a pass-first offense for Russ. But I'm going to look at Daryl Bevel's time in Seattle as a success offensively. They ran the ball really well and over time developed a great young quarterback who was not a home run. This was a third-round pick that developed. It was a third-round pick, but, I mean, instantly, they instantly, you see, I I don't give that to Bevel. I'm not giving it to anybody, but. But but what I'm saying, you had just given, uh, what was the kid from LSU name? No, the uh, quarterback. That they had, Joe Burrow? No, the guy that gave the money to up there. Oh, Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. They had just given Matt Flynn $20 million. Russell rolls in, and in basically before training camp was about to be halfway, they've already said this is going to be our quarterback, which means he rolled in there with that. They had an outstanding offensive line with an outstanding defense and a great running game, which helped Russell develop more. But they were giving up on a guy that they gave twenty million dollars to. Yeah, but that's not, the OC is not deciding how much money they're giving. No, to no, Matt no, no, Flynn. no. I know what you're saying. I'm not saying that the OC yeah. is deciding that. But as soon as Russell got in the training camp, they knew this dude ain't gonna be our starter. Sure. I, again, I'm not giving all of the credit to Daryl Bell. Mm-hmm. Like, I I always make a point of clowning anybody that thinks Adam Gase is what brought Peyton Manning back to greatness, right? Mm-hmm. But they want somebody that's gonna run the ball. Bevel has a track record of running the ball. When Bevel was the OC in Minnesota from 06 to 09, they had the number one rushing attack in 07. They had the number five rushing attack in 08. Like, you you say you want to run the ball. This dude has a proven track record of being able to do it. Now, those things also swing on who the back is, who the line is, all sorts of stuff. Um, But so you've got a track record of running the ball pretty well. Combine that with whether... It's luck, timing, or some of his coaching, mm-hmm. the development of Russ Wilson, and this past season, his job was quarterbacks coach and passing game coordinator in Miami. Mm-hmm. When Tua was right, that offense clicked. Does it help having Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle? Absolutely. Totally. But quarterbacks coach got a pretty damn good performance. The the offense got a pretty damn good performance out of their third-string quarterback in a playoff game on the road in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying this is the list I would come up with, but if I'm looking at this list of offense coordinator candidates, I can buy into Bevel. I can buy into Bevel if he shows me a little bit more innovation. Uh, the I Miami mean, offense, in a, in a maybe it's game. Mike McDaniel, but that, in, that was pretty In Miami's innovative. offense, it was just like, Kansas City's offense. Tyreek running ball, and we're going to throw it as far as we can. And that's basically what we saw. I think Pat Mahomes became a better quarterback after Tyreek Hill left. Okay, because now he's he's real, really reading the, the whole field. Tua was throwing the ball up to Tyreek, and Tyreek can run past anybody in this league. I don't care who the hell they are. But ultimately, you know, 
Devil's been around a long time too. Yeah. You know, so I mean, listen. I think if you have went out and invested this much money in the receivers and things of that nature, that going after the guy that runs the ball the most is not necessarily smart because the bulk of your offense is passing based off of what you went and got. You you gave over what, 12 million to one guy, one guy's 17, 18 million. You drafted another one in the first round and you want to run the ball two to one. Doesn't make much sense. So, I would want to be able to run the football, damn sure. But I need some guy with great innovation to be able to, because we saw when Russell started to go on this thing, Russell threw the prettiest deep ball in the world, and they didn't throw it very often. We got a break. When we return, phone lines open. MGM National Harbor listener lines, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. If you think I've done anything wrong, Call in and insult me. Let's go. <laughs> Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero. Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. 